Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Coming up on today's Better Together. The, the falsehood associated with God is dogma. When a man attempts to tell you what God is, he is already starting a lie. My belief is every uh, soul born of this earth is God, period. Look at it that way. Now, because uh, do you believe in God? No, that means uh, I am not a theist. A theist is a person, uh, a theism is a philosophy of a description of a higher being, okay? Opinion, not based in science or fact. But I divine that I am the right person to define it for you and don't question it. All a lie. It's an attempt, good for you, but it doesn't serve the primary purpose. It's trying to give me a codified set of rules of the way to live my life. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. 
Hello, Better Together with Maria Menounos fans. It's Mr. Maria Menounos, of course. Kevin Undergaro sitting in for my uh, lovely and beautiful wife on this special two-part episode of Better Together. We're about to bring you part two of our, I will say, We've had many powerful interviews on this show and, and, and ones with a lot of life-changing um, tips and advice. So we have that on this one, but I will say this is the most surprising interview I've done thus far as the backup quarterback, Kelsey, on this show. I would wholeheartedly agree. I mean, did you imagine Dave Keckner would have all of this no. to offer? I knew I knew he had it in him. Yeah. Just from the little bit that I've... like chatted with him but not like this kev no really special you guys please um if you're loving the show or you want to support maria please subscribe to our youtube channel um if you've done so then share it with a friend um if you're listening on apple Podcasts uh or uh, spotify same thing please subscribe or have a friend subscribe and um if you are listening to the audio feed will you please leave us a comment in uh every Every little bit helps, and uh, we're actually working harder than we've ever worked, and it's just down to Kelsey and I mainly, um, and we're just doing our best for you guys, and like I said, the best way you can help us in our show back is that way uh, we are here trying to bring you value, trying to bring you um, life hacks and you know things to really positively affect your your present and your future lives in, in all areas, and uh, it's not easy. It's you know, a lot of research, it's booking the right guests, then it's, uh, it's editing and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So please, if, uh, if you're loving this, uh, then share it. And, you know, one of our main goals is if, if we're not, we, we want to be putting out stuff that is of value. I know there's certain one lines on our show, just one line, one philosophy one piece of advice could change your entire life i will say uh pastor cal um from married at first sight if you're a fan of the show you know who he is he's one of the um marriage experts counselors on the show if you and he's do- coming up in a few weeks yeah well mm-hmm. if you, i don't know when this is going to air so i'm just going to just throw this out there and i'm just going <laughs> to act like it's evergreen but it, and it doesn't matter kelsey we don't have to say that because i'm just going to tell you what he said he said, uh, you know, when in a relationship, uh, you need to uh, commit every day, commit to recommit. So just that one little jewel every morning now, Marie and I wake up and say, wait, are we going to commit to recommit today? And it's just, you know, been very helpful. That's one line from another two-parter. So I think that was a two-parter, but one-parter, but that's just one little line. And so we are trying so hard to have shows that are packed with dozens of those lines. And uh, it just could be one of them that change um, the course of your life in a more positive way. So anyway, the best way you can do, like I said, to help other people, I think, is to share it. And then it helps us too, so we can continue to do it. And with that said, let's get to part two of our fascinating interview with Dave Keckner, And you will watch uh, our own Stephen the Mew. Kind of um, go to work with Dr. Keckner. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen a real life one-on-one um, counseling session. And it's pretty damn cool. And I think a lot of useful stuff there too as well. So stay tuned.
the idea of God, uh, take it uh, however you want, humans. God is a, a concept that there is a um, purpose. That's it mm. for me. You know, I'm noticing, Dave, I'm noticing that in the last couple of years, more and more people are talking about belief in God. And it's just what you're saying. It's not necessarily what church or what God, but they're mentioning God, which I think is cool. And I think like 20 years ago, it seemed cool for the smart people to say, there is no God. And I, being insecure Catholic boy, was like, they're, they're smarter than me. Maybe they're right. What I like right. now is more people are saying, you know, Deepak Chopra to, you know, what they're all mentioning God. Mm-hmm. That and, I, and it's helped me a lot. Right. In my life, but I'm seeing it more and more now, I think because of the times, I hope it keeps going. I agree with you. Uh, uh, the thing that uh, the, the falsehood associated with God is dogma. Mm-hmm. When a man attempts to tell you what God is, he is already starting a lie. My belief is every uh, soul born of this earth is God, period. Mm. Look at it that way. Now, because uh, do you believe in God? No. That means uh, I am not a theist. A theist is a person, uh, a theism is a philosophy of a description of a higher being. Okay? Opinion. Not based in science or fact. But I divine that I am the right person to define it for you, and don't question it. All a lie. It's an attempt. Good for you. But it doesn't serve the primary purpose. It's trying to give me a codified set of rules on the way to live my life. Here's how you live your life, because there's the one guy... That one of the coolest dudes on the planet. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Apparently never exist. Was this guy, and I don't know if this is even his real name, Jesus Christ. This dude very charismatic, said one thing, didn't write it down, didn't instruct anybody to write this down, but it's the thing everyone just goes past. This dude allegedly said, do unto others as you do unto yourself. End of story. No reason for a fucking book. Nothing defeats that sentence. Nothing. Nothing defeats that sentence. So don't fucking write 
More. Nobody asked you to write that down. Did you know Christ? Well, I mean, he was born a hundred years before I started writing this. Then how do you know what he said? Well, burn it. The thing, you know, it's, and that's where the problem is. We all, we all believe in God if we believe in God. And if God is you, and it certainly is, and God is me, what if I said I believe in you? How do you feel? Pretty good. <laughs> right? Yes. Wow. We really complicate You're God. Things. And if you're God, you're not going to corrupt it. I didn't just say, uh, you're right all the time. I didn't give you power over me. I said, you're God. Why not? And then I believe in you. Which, which means what? I can allow that guy to merge on the 405, because guess what? I'm going to give you the gift, and you don't even know it. Mm. There, by the grace of God, you got to your appointment. And maybe you're just an asshole because you're not God yet, or you don't believe in yourself. But for whatever reason, you needed to get in line right now. And for an hour, you've had that blinker on going past 300 cars who are dutifully waiting in line. But for some reason, you decided you're going to cheat. What we all agree is that's cheating on the scale of justice. That's not fair. But fine. And then I don't have to inch closer to the car in front of me and try to make sure you don't get in. Because then I just lost, I don't know, five or six hours of life. And David, do you apply this? I mean, you know, I know you understand it to be correct. Are you able to successfully apply this in your days? Do you hear, hear how much I yell? <laughs> <laughs> At times, yes. I will tell you this. That is, that is the thing I'm trying to do. Yeah. I have something on my refrigerator, and this is portable. I'd go up and show it to you. I have it there on a note card. Number one. Slow down. Number two, be kind. Number three, be patient. Number four, be creative. Number five, do your job now. But all I had to write was slow down. Because then you can do all those other things. Well, they're, they're all, yeah. They're all possible then. But then I gave myself a list of chores, didn't I? Mm -hmm. How do we all feel about chores? Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Anyway, like I said before, I don't have opinions. <laughs> but the thing is, for me, really, it's all discovery. You know? Hey, can you explain that? Well, I am on a quest for my own personal self. You know, to discover how this thing, this guy, can live better without being um, tortured by clearly this 10-lane highway that is my mind. Here's how I describe my mind. 10 lanes, high-speed freeway, and it's going straight ahead. The problem is 
I'm in every car on those 10 lanes. <laughs> That's my mind. Oh, wow. My mind's driving 10 cars at a time, way past the speed limit. Then one of my thoughts races ahead because it believes it's the one that needs to be heard right now. So what happens to all the other cars? Are we speeding up? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's an attempt. Here's, here's a thought I had the other day that gave me some comfort. I'm always trying to manage things. I'm always trying to do things. And I can't. My greatest power, my intention, I told this to my daughter the other day because she was having uh, her first day of in-school instruction of her freshman year. First day. Wow. Wow. So she's anxious. Yeah. She's bright. Um, I will just say this, and this is not from pride, uh, for the circumstances of genetics, this person haps, happens to be uh, on what is commonly known as beautiful. So, when she's sitting there, and she's got a lot of worries going on, she doesn't know anybody. And you know, looking back from that thing, and I said, uh, what are you thinking about? Nothing. Are you a little anxious? Yeah. Okay. And then I said, you know what? I'm sure you're thinking, will I fit in? Uh, who's going to be my friends? Will I like anybody? All this stuff. And I said, try to play a game. Because when we go somewhere, we're trying to make an impression, correct? Mm -hmm. So that means, A, I'm trying to manipulate you. And then that other person notices something is out of uh, whack. I'm trying to do something to you. Now, if it's me, we already know I'm trying too hard. So I'm being rejected out of hand, right? So a more powerful thing for me to do is observe. So I said, play this game. And I don't know what the categories are now, but they're going to come to you. I want you to watch how people walk. I want you to notice how many, how many people uh, talk a lot. I want you to notice who's shy. I want you to notice who's outgoing. And then when they're outgoing, what are they trying to do? And I said, you're going to see a bunch of different categories that happen today. You're going to see three or four girls that didn't get their uniform right. And all you're going to think is, thank God I'm not her. And I left it at that, of course, because I wanted to go on and say, <coughs> I wanted to say, but I didn't. <coughs> you go up to the girl and go, um, I like your uniform. Have you thought about tucking your shirt in? Mm. You know, rather than, you know, be derisive about, oh, my God, that girl looks like shit. She didn't put her uniform on right. Mm. You know, and so it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not go up and help her. Let's go see her. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And then you can, you know. Ah. Uh, have a kindness to that girl who will never forget that moment.
Now, the fear, of course, for a child of my daughter's age is the consequence of talking to the girl that no one wants to talk about. Oh, fuck, did I give myself a burden? Now do I have to be her best friend? I don't want to do that. That doesn't come with it. You don't now have a responsibility. You're not her life jacket. Right? Mm -hmm. And who knows? That girl might be the brightest girl in school. And you absolutely will not allow me to hire you a tutor for math. You won't do it. But maybe if you engaged with what could be the brightest girl in school, mm -hmm. you'll find out that she has a lot of interests. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And she's the easiest person to talk to. Because she doesn't participate in drama. And all young ladies in this country have a thing, Kelsey, and you tell me mm. how difficult it is to navigate the choppy waters of the dramatic situation of the competition mm. for uh, your uterus to survive and give life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Capture the flag. Yeah. The flag, of course, being the man, and it's always the wrong man. Mm. Yeah. Because, Kelsey, I think you'll agree with me on this. All men are wrong. You have yes. to have them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the problem is this. Men don't know what to do. Men have two jobs. One, go get food. Two, bring wood for the fire. Now, after those jobs are completed, there's one rule. You don't say a fucking word in the house. Other than, yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Now, every man on the planet is going to disagree with me. But guess what, guys? I just gave you freedom. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Because what's the thing? Uh, I think we should get new curtains. We're not getting new curtains. <sighs> okay, now, what if I didn't say that? What if I said... Okay, why? I don't like them. All right. Okay. I don't want to start a fight. Who picked them out? I did. Okay. Why do you want to get rid of them? They don't work. Oh, okay, now that's a practical problem. All right, so you want new curtains. Would you rather have these fixed? Or get new ones. And have you already uh, picked out the new ones you want? Yes, I have. Would you like my opinion on the new ones you picked out? No. Okay. So now I have a third job. But I also believe that uh, going out and getting new curtains, i.e. paying for them, is getting wood. All right, friends. Let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios and then I got addicted and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Right? Yeah, to a degree it is. Yeah. Huh? To a degree it is. Yes. Right. Right. You know, and I'm not taking that from the sexist uh, perspective of uh, it is only the man that can have a job. Not at all. No, No. and David, let me let me let me add to it. I, for years, it was in a relationship where I joked I was the corporate wife. Yeah, Maria made way more money than I did initially. Initially, I did than she did, Um, and so I was more the one at home and I understand, you know, yeah. uh, yeah, And, and that it's not about a male or female, but it's about who's out uh, getting the food in the wood and then what's, you know, Mm -hmm. their job. And then what is the, the other party in the partnership's job and, and then honoring both. Yeah. And define the partnership because we all do this male or woman staying home the person coming home now starts saying, why isn't this and this and this and this done? And the person at home goes, I have been here all day long doing this and this and this and this and that, and right. the resentment and all the stuff that is a lie. And it's not talked about. And, you know, it just goes on and on. I will also argue that within a partnership or relationship, uh, resentment should not exist and resentment kills the marriage and it's easy to uh, uh, dispatch and get rid of because mm. you know when it started I did the dishes three days in a row and you never said anything right? yeah Ah, and I didn't mind it's meditative for me to do the dishes. Yeah. But by the fourth day, you have not even acknowledged that I've been doing the dishes. And it can all be cured by this. Thank you for doing that. That's Resentment's it. over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't doing the dishes for anybody else. But because no one recognized it, I'm suddenly doing the dishes for somebody else. Mm. So it goes back yeah. to seeing people, like you said to your daughter. You know, you see the person yep. doing the dishes. Yep. And the other thing is this. What happens in marriage is, uh, I did the dishes for three days in a row. So, you can say thank you. I got to thank you for doing the dishes? That argument will never be forgotten. And now that pearl, that ugly, dark pearl of resentment is in that oyster and it's only going to grow and it's going to be the thing that kills the whole goddamn yeah. thing. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. don't pick up your socks. I know, I always try to make it from across the room. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? The basket's in the wrong place. You always put the basket over there. The basket's got to be in the corner. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> he doesn't notice. He leaves the the socks on the floor near the basket, which means later tonight, I'm going to collect all the socks, go to the other side of the room, and do my shots. 
but if you put all the socks in the basket, how the fuck do I get to practice? Yeah. To which the woman would say, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Typical dude. <laughs> and then she would go, just put them in the basket. Oh, I, I need my But bread. the point is this, honey, it gives me joy because yeah. I'm not going to play basketball tonight. It gives me joy to try to get better at throwing the socks all the way across the room. And hit the basket. And especially when I can bank it off the wall. Come on. Yeah. Now, Boom. If, if I don't, if I don't make it, they're near the basket, so I can easily collect them. But if you put all the socks in the basket, then I gotta dig through there, and then you're gonna be mad at me for digging through the, the laundry. It's all explainable, but it's filled with resentment. Because all she thinks is this: this lazy MFer thinks I have to pick up after it. And it has nothing to do with it. No, it's about your game and your shot. And your joy. Now, it also could be that this guy is just lazy and inconsiderate. Let's take that side of it. So, she can go, will you put your socks in the the laundry? Well, that's a, 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 a resentful attempt. Now, I could say, honey, Let's make some ground rules here in the uh, bedroom. We all put our dirty clothes in the laundry hamper. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, I always do. Okay, I just heard you say you always do. Now, I'm going to leave that alone and let you notice what you notice. Because if I continue this conversation and then make my argument of, you, your clothes are all over the floor. Now we're in an argument. Right? And it's really not about the clothes. It's about, I feel less than because you. I think that you expect me to do work for you. Has nothing to do with it, but the broken pieces of my mind go to my low self-worth. Right. Yes. Which is the same as someone cutting in front of me at the 405 and 101 interchange. And it has nothing to do with it. It has to do with my low self-worth because I'm running the wrong operating system that's based on shame and guilt, which are both lies. Shame does not exist. And guilt, by its, its, its common use, does not exist. Guilty of murder is a different de- definition, definition of a... Uh, 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 logical and ethical decision upon what guilt is. I feel guilty. Well, don't. I feel guilty I cut that guy off. I'm going to try and get his attention. I'm going to try and get his attention to alleviate myself of the guilt. Because if I got, got, I got that guilt, then I've got shame. Yeah. No, you don't. You put the guilt and shame and anger in the same bag and throw it away. Is it going to serve you? No. Now, the Catholic Church will tell you that guilt and shame serve you because they're a reminder to be good. No, they're not. They're not? No. They fucking uh, don't allow me to have my authentic feelings, and they keep me in a place of worry and anxiety. The Greek definition of sin, Kelsey, call me on this, Sin is a Greek term. It's an archer's term. To sin mean, an archer is a person that shoots arrows. 
To sin means you miss the mark. Now, if I miss the mark, what do I have? An opportunity to get better. Period. I sinned. Well, do you think you can get better if I try? Now, how do we use it? You sinned. I must repent. Yeah. I'm filled with shame and guilt. Yep. I want to kill but myself. I can't repent. Huh? Yeah, I want to kill myself or I start uh, abusing myself because I'm so yeah. ashamed and guilty. Right. Now, because I can't feel my feelings, I, I have, I'm, I'm confused and, and don't understand my feelings because I won't fully investigate them. So I'm going to numb them mm. with drugs and alcohol. Yes, I am. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Rather than sit with your body, and let's ask this, should I feel guilty? Now, the mind wants to start making a case. Right. We'll hear, from, no, mind, I'll allow you one thing. You can read the verdict, but you can't argue for the prosecution or defense. It's a, it's a bench trial. The judge is the body, and it's going to tell you the answer. Like I say, and I apologize, I have no opinions. <laughs> I, the, the, I think the shame and the guilt thing is crippling. I think, uh, especially Catholics, we understand it, but I think many, many people do, especially yeah. women. Um, and I think men, too. Men just deal with it in a different way. And well, they justify it. They justify it and put it on somebody else. Oh. Mm. Which causes more shame and guilt and lies. Shame, just, if anything else, shame and guilt are a fucking lie. They're a lie every time, and I defy anybody to, to tell me I'm wrong. Now, I'm talking about self-guilt. I'm not talking about breaking the law. Right. Now, you cheated on your wife. You are guilty. Okay, now you feel shame. Okay. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Why did you do it? I'm a man. That's not an argument. I'm unhappy in my current relationship. So because you decided to never fucking deal with your relationship, which maybe you shouldn't have been in the first place, you do something, you do an act that will most likely guarantee that you blow up this relationship and hurt hundreds of people collaterally. You know, I don't know who your viewers are, and maybe I shouldn't say this, 
I'm a man. A man has has needs. Then do it in the shower. Yeah. Alone. And you can have any woman you want. <laughs> but the reason you go out and seek the comfort of another woman is because it improves your self-worth. I was able to get the thing that I wanted. Anyway. So, so David, I here's the thing. I envisioned this interview where we would talk about Anchorman, you know, 40 Virgin, stories in Hollywood, what like all the new projects you have coming down the line. And and this is why like Half a Life is really showing up and trusting the universe because you gave us as much, if not more, than our greatest healers and experts. And I really want you to know that. And I can't help because my line, my brain has 10 highways going and two of them were writing down career notes for you over here, which I'll share off the air. <laughs> so like, oh. But what an amazing, um, what an amazing uh, interview. I tried. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Listen, it takes courage to, to have these opinions. And I think you've lived long enough and I, I'd love you to come back because you did take the road less traveled and we have a lot of people who are pivoting careers who are in one place, then have to go to another. Then the fact that this business we're in requires everything from you. So then how do you balance fatherhood and everything else and all the struggles? So, so there's definitely more, we'll definitely have to continue this at some point. But uh, right now the, the film on Netflix is a week away and we're going to put all our focus and energy on, Watching that, I know my wife and I are going to watch. Uh, and Kelsey. And oh, Kelsey. I don't have any. Oh, God bless you. We're working with, you know what? Um, my wife had a brain tumor. And yes. if she had got, if if we had gotten pregnant, it would have killed her. And oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. so we're actually, when it's, it's out in the news, we're working with surrogate, a surrogate. And we're trying, you know, we're trying mm-hmm. and hopefully we're getting close to doing the doing the implantation did, and did she still have her ovaries or did the radiation take it no she has everything it's a problem it's, the problem is is that w- there's a little bit of the tumor left in her brain and mm-hmm. if she does anything hormonal or whatever it will expand that the chances are almost like 90 percent. you haven't pulled the eggs yet we did oh yeah okay, that's fine. we've got the embryos yeah yeah no we went through that whole process and we did that actually a few years ago thank goodness oh, and, have you created the embryos yes Oh, okay, so we're very again, close. Uh, not to be off color, it's a medical term. So you hadn't, you hadn't, uh, you pulled your cum. I did many times. That's my joke. I we had we had sir we had uh, four of our kids are from surrogacy. My wife nearly lo- uh, she lost her uterus with our first child, and as uh, people don't really realize, the ovaries are on the outside of the uterus. So then I, I'm I'm well adept at this process. So yeah, you've wow. been through it. So did, so yeah. did you had surrogates for the other four kids? We had two. One woman carried Margot. And the second woman carried the twins and Eve. Wow. Oh, so you really have been through it. That's why I don't have any money. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, it's such... Show. No, no, no. But truthfully, it really is uh, an expensive process that I, I swear I'm going to learn how to hack for other mm-hmm. people because going through it, I think that's one thing I'd love to offer to people is how, how, can, you, you can, how can you hack it? I know I can now, now but yeah, mm-hmm. it's very... Very expensive to do. Wow, you've been through it, and um, yeah, God, th- even the relationships with the surrogates. It, how how is that for you? Are you? A, did you go through an agency? I did. Okay, and I have for, for for the people that don't know, an entire industry exists to help people get a child. 
typical out here in Los Angeles is there's agencies and an agency will match you with a surrogate and the best ones then will have all of the services needed. It's a one-stop shop. They can recommend lawyers. There's a lawyer for the surrogate. There's a lawyer for you. And then the best places will have counselors. Now, the counselor is not for you. The counselor, as it should be, is for the surrogate. Mm -hmm. That way, any disputes can be uh, mediated through that person. But as you know, I, I don't know if you've already gotten this far, there's a 25-page contract. Yes. Yeah. It's all transactional, folks. And the other thing that I want your listeners to know, none of the surrogate's DNA or blood goes through the baby. The umbilical cord, which is the only place that the, that, that other person's body actually uh, has fluid uh, going directly into that baby, its purpose is, nutri is, is food, not DNA, not blood. That child's blood is the, the, the uh, chemical makeup or the biological makeup of the parent, the parents. So, you know, there's so many questions, but you're like, well, then, how is that? But uh, it's, it's just, and I will tell you this, and they just started doing that. Uh, babies are going to be grown uh, in aquarium-like places within the next 20 years. Wow. What's, Where it's yeah. going. Yeah. And by the way, like, that, great. So many, you know, think about the interruption of the female. That's that choice. Yeah. You want to have a baby, you lose everything. Now, the thing that we're finding now is what affects that child in utero? We don't know. No. But I they, mean, they do know. They, they have, you know, these suppositions and they have some scientific evidence this way or that way. But really, that's just the start. The pain begins upon the first breath for the child. Yeah. I will say, the child, the, 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 there's no limits typically in utero. The parents create all the limitations on this, this child's ability to succeed without even knowing it. But it's the first thing we do. Yeah, I'm going to I will guarantee you I'm going to sit here and probably not knowing it. I'm going to I'm going to uh, uh, do everything I can to ensure you fail. It wasn't my intention. It's just my actions. So what are some of the actions we do to make them fail? Well, first of all, wrong operating system. Well, I guess two things. We don't see them. We don't hear them. It's a parent's only job. Only job. What we do is, and you can tell it's me, we tell them what they should do and think. Mm. You know, our greatest gift to them would be to allow them, or to, to, to teach them, to show them uh, what uh, uh, discovery is. Because you never forget something you learn on your own. Right? Right. True. But I will naturally reject what you're telling me. Yeah. Also true. <laughs> and thus why I am always rejected, because I love to tell people things. <laughs> but the other part is I don't care. I mean, I do care, but I can't help it. So... I think when the people are close to you too, they listen less. That that's what I've learned. 
Yes, the difference is they wish I would just say it once. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I know you're thinking about me right now. Steven's laughing. Am I still, everyone, yes, because that's what happens. Is that what you do? Oh, yes. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm always trying to coach. I don't have kids, so the people who've worked for me over the years, I've thought of them as my kids. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like, right. why are you doing I heard Howard Stern even last week. He was giving financial advice to his staff, and they were like, no, no, no. It's better if we do crypto and this and oh, that. Oh, froze. Okay, yeah. Uh, he was, you know, they were saying to they were telling Howard, it, it's better to do crypto, it's better to invest in this. And finally, Howard snapped and he said, who, basically in short, I, I'm really making this shorter, but he said, who do you know with my level of success? Okay, like Howard's almost a billionaire. He's like, yeah. and you're listening, and I've been telling you this literally for 15 years, and you still, you don't listen, and you, some Joe Schmo down in some cubicle is telling you to where to put your money, and that's who you listen right. to. But I feel like when people are close, it's familiarity breeds the contempt where they just go, nah. Yeah. You know. So, so who laughed? Steven. Steven. Steven, who met you 10 years ago. So Steven's probably dying to talk. By Where did we meet, Steve? So uh, I actually was printing my headshots for the first time after just moving to Los Angeles 10 years ago. <laughs> and As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery, <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Ran into you. You had a feather cap on at FedEx printing promotional materials for a comedy show you were doing. And I, I just looked at I had a hat that had a feathering. Yeah, it was very... You described it, you described it as a feather hat. Okay, go <laughs> ahead. Correct. It was a hat that had a feather in it. It was more of a... I think it's a German style of hat. And I looked to my left and was like, you're David Kettner. And you looked at me and you're like, yes, I am. Here's a comedy flyer. And that was kind of our Amazing. whole interaction. <laughs> and then I helped, uh, I helped Matt Lieberman, uh, one of our AfterBuzz hosts, uh, book you for AfterBuzz back when you came on for AfterBuzz TV to do an interview there. So oh. it's always been kind of cool to have like that, that through line of, of knowing you're the first celebrity I met. And also now like we're intersecting again in our careers. Okay, so now because because now we have Dave on the phone. So this is going to be great. I've never done this with Steve before. We have these like... Mind-blowing interviews. Like I said, Deepak Chopra, his daughter. I mean, the list goes, Matthew McConaughey, the list goes on and on of these like amazing people and all their pearls. And Kelsey and myself, Maria, were all blown away. And then Steven's like, meh. Okay, so now, Steven, you're with someone that you really love and respect. Did any of this move you or are you going to say meh? Steven's, by the way, his brother is a scientist. So he comes from that world of science. 
Yes. Steven doesn't lie either. He'll tell you. Go ahead, Steven. I'm, Be honest. No, it's, you can't you can't say that nothing moves me. It, it all moves me. I'm I'm on your team, David, that like a lot of things sound frou-frou. You know, like you talk about listening to your body. It's like it it sounds it sounds kind of crazy, but I will say that since my experience with this show, the more I've kind of opened up my mind to the fact that like you know, nobody has the answer. So I can't say science is the one end all be all. I also can't say that the, this philosophical belief that your body can tell you is not wrong. I think that like everyone is kind of just falling through existence and trying to find the meaning where they can and using their best tools that they have at their disposal. And I, I, I actually really appreciate like the differences that people, as you said, the operating system is like everyone has to create their own operating system. And, you know, I was very judgmental at the beginning of my journey of, you know, the astrologies and the people who believe in psychics and that kind of stuff. And, you know, the more I'm into it, I'm like, you know, why am I, who am I to judge how people choose to perceive this world and create their own operating system? So I think that as much as I'm cynical to some of these crazy frou-frou things, I also feel like I've been absorbing a lot of them and kind of developing my own operating system through the things that connect to me and the things that don't. Right. Well, here's my argument. You know, you said we're looking for answers. And my whole point is you already have all of the answers that you, your person, needs. The joy, uh, you already have the answers. You have a bunch of questions, right? The answer is already inside of you. How do you access it? Because you said, oh, we're always looking, 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 looking outside of ourselves, right? And my argument is, it's not out there. Uh, You already know. It's how do I get to the judgment, right? mm -hmm. How do I find the truth? And my argument is, you already know the truth. You just got to get access to it. And one way to do that is trusting the instrument you currently reside in. Is your instrument currently working? By that, I mean your lungs. Yes. Do you think about it? No. No. That's the thing I would trust. The guy that doesn't need anybody. Lungs don't need any of you. Lungs don't need the hands. Right? That's the truest part of us. In my opinion. And the problem, David, I find with people who I always say to people who are super smart, I'm like, do not let your IQ betray you because to right. Well, now that you've really made this more clear for me, Stephen, who is brilliant, the his default is his he thinks the mind runs everything. So he's always gonna go to his mind. And I think I, I, I'm with David, Stephen, but now that really made it more clear for me. And I think that's kind of what I see with you is like, if, if you're, you're, you only listen to what your mind says and why wouldn't you? Because you have a brilliant mind brilliant, yeah. when you're like mediocre, like me and a Catholic who's been beaten down. You're like, I'm not trusting my mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to trust other people's minds. Or maybe now as I'm getting older and more aware, I'm going to trust my body, the universe, finding these answers. But I think well, what that- I, What I really liked about what you said, David, is because I kind of feel the same way of like the 10 highways. You have 80 different things going on at once. And then you're kind of judging, do I follow this one? Is this the right one to follow to to get to my path, to get to where I need to go? Oh, wait, no, it might be this one. So then you're constantly being pulled in 80 different directions. And who's doing it? If 
if who's that was answer him, Stephen. Who's doing it? Me, right? No, no. The brain. Yeah. Mm. Who's lying to you? Exactly. Because the brain got says this. I got it. I got it. I got it. No, you don't. Stephen the Mew. You got a job, and you're trying to tell everybody what the fuck to do. The strongest, the strongest person in this planet that is my body won't even fucking listen to you. That's the lungs. Lungs are like this. If the lungs went to the bar and invited all the organs to the bar, first thing, and the lungs would be sitting at the t- front of the table. Listen, organs, liver, put that down. All right, I just want to tell you one thing, folks. Uh, you can listen to the brain, but you don't have to do what the brain's telling you. Okay? That's it. End of story. Drinks are on the liver. And liver, I hope you don't buy any drinks. <laughs> but that's my point is this. Like you just said, we're all running, 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 running. And you said too, what, which one do you do? Now, and I know you called it crazy frou-frou, which, uh, which uh, completely, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, takes out at the knees the idea of this practice. I am not talking about anything esoteric. Nothing. I am only talking about your instrument, which is balanced and fair in most of us, and holds all the answers. Now, how to access it seems to be the point of resistance, right? But the only thing I'm asking is this, without all of the other bullshit, the only thing I ask that you do is when you get in your car next, you take one brief memory and go, okay, I'm gonna notice how my body reacts to my mind's interpretation of the sensations I'm gonna feel from here to the store or to the blah, blah, blah. Where's the first place you have to go after work? The gym. Okay. And are you already thinking about your workout? No. Wait, like right now or like when I get in the car? When you get in the car, First thing you're going to be thinking about is your workout. Yeah. Okay. Is today upper, lower, or do you just do a general? Uh, just general today. And how much judgment do you have about your workout? Mm. Uh, a lot. <laughs> Why? That's shame and guilt that doesn't exist. It's no longer there. Are yeah. you already winning because you decided to go? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a goal for your workout? Yeah. Which is? Uh, two miles at least. That's not a goal. I'm talking about a whole body goal. Oh, for like in the like an end goal, yeah. What's like your a, goal? I want to get back down below 180. Okay, that's easy. And it doesn't come with working out. It comes with diet and ex- that's it. Yeah. The purpose of working out is to get the blood going to to help the 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 the, the guy in charge the lungs. Our job is to feed the lungs. So you're doing a whole body workout. You don't want to be a bodybuilder. No, not at all. You want tone. Yeah. I want to tone every inch of my body. That's the goal. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's simple. 
You don't have to do any of the fucking complications of, well, I did biceps yesterday, so I can't do them today. Yeah, you can. Guess why? You're not a fucking bodybuilder. That makes sense. You want to just tone the whole fucking body. That's it. Now, if you have particular areas you'd like to get a little bit bigger, ain't a guy on this planet that want a bigger bicep, that's fine. But your goal is tone the whole fucking instrument, right? Mm-hmm. Done. Easy. So you are going to do a whole circuit training and then do the body. And then you're going to lose weight. Is that your desire? Yeah. How many pounds? Uh, I need to lose about 35 pounds. You don't look that big. Yeah, it's it's the co- the COVID-15 is real, you know? <laughs> how, how tall are you? Uh, five, ten and a half. Okay, 30 pounds. Yeah. I'm Dr. Greenish. Yeah. Okay. What, what are you, what's your, what's your, what's your vice for food? Um, honestly, it's just not, it's not cooking for myself. It's not so much a vice. It's more a, a laziness when it comes to prep. It's, it's, I'll just eat what's around or I'll go get a sandwich or I'll go get this. It's like not cutting the things that I need to cut. Shame and guilt don't exist. Okay. Well, you refuse anything that the lungs don't want. So you're eating a lot of fast food. No, not not fast food per se. Just a lot of uh, a lot of carbs um, and probably like coffee every day is probably not the best for me. And a lot of you coffee. Drink coffee all day every day. Probably about six or seven cups a day. That doesn't put on weight unless you're putting a lot of uh, sweetener in it. Well, the non dairy creamer apparently doesn't have sugar in it, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I think well, that the chemicals probably are bad, and then coffee is also a diet. Guilt, yeah. willingness to put uh, poison in your body. <clears throat> Why do you think you need coffee? Stay awake and make sure I don't feel are tired you, all day. Are you tired all every morning? Not every morning. Do you have sleep apnea? No, it's my own fault that I stay up late. Shame, guilt. Yep. Uh, so you're staying up late. But you don't snore? No. Do you have someone that sleeps with you? No. Okay. But you know you don't snore? Yeah. Because that's the thing that'll make you tired. Really? Yeah, you're not getting a good night's sleep. You're not getting a deep sleep. Oh, got it. No, I dream a lot, though. I dream incessantly with, like, very deep and hard to kind of conceptualize dreams that I wake up tired because of how exhausted I am from my dreams. Sounds to me like you're not sleeping. The dream is not exhausting you. Yeah. The dream is probably inspiring you. Are you writing them down every morning? Uh, no, I'm not. Have you uh, told yourself or have a journal of like, I'm going to dream tonight about my success? Uh, I do try to give like positive affirmations as I fall asleep to ha- to kind of skew my dreams towards so what your I- dreams are. You think interrupting your sleep? Possibly. Do you keep waking up? Uh. Usually about three hours before I mean to wake up, I wake up and then I fall back asleep. So it's, there's some anxiety going on. It's keeping, you're not giving you a good yes. night's sleep. Well, there's definitely the anxiety going on. Um, it's been a crazy, uh, it's been a crazy year and a half, I'd say. All right. So it's, it's, it's kind of like, and it's kind of like, you know, you have this whole life plan worked out for you. And you've kind of been able to plan for the future your entire life. And then everything with your ability to plan for the future is kind of ripped out from under your feet without you having the chance to um, 
really course correct. And it's like this, it's as it's the same as the mind telling you that this is the way to go. This is the way to go. This is the way to go. But in reality, it's like, okay, always kind of figured you figure it out, but which way do I go? Do I go down this path? Do I go down this path? Do I go down this path? And I feel like when I trust myself, things tend to not work out. So it's like, that's when I look through outside. Trust yourself. You're trusting who? The brain. Ah, that liar. So. I guarantee you, you do this. Could take a little while. The answer might not come immediately. You sit. Yes. And you ask a question, which is what? Your overriding question is, what should I do? Yeah. Okay. It's that simple. I think it's, right. I think what, it's I like, you, what are you what, wondering? Like the biggest question I ask is like, what, what can I do to actually be happy and like work, but also be happy? Okay. That's a philosophical question. Yeah. It's a very philosophical question. It's, okay, it's then, then you'd ask yourself, what makes you happy? Yeah. I mean, that is the big question. Do you right? know? Not really. You know, I think what makes you happy? Apparently staying up till four o'clock in the morning, watching something that uh, you didn't have to watch. Well, like helping others has made me happy and helping others. Yeah. Kevin has, has kind of helped me through that uh, breakthrough of knowing that like, that's been a big guiding moment in my life of realizing like, Oh, a lot of the things that I've done in my life have been, you know, motivated towards being able to help others. I like being able to provide for my closer family and if they need money, being able to do that. So it's always kind of been that inspiration of, okay, like whatever I do, I want to make enough money that my family never wants for anything. And I can take care of anyone who I'm close to. Like well, that's, that's, a been very, a, that's a very <clears throat> codependent way of approaching life. <laughs> are they capable of making money? Yeah. They are. are. They- are they are they dependent on you? Not at all. It's just they, something that I've always they, wondered. Are they are they asking for money? No. It's a pressure I've put on myself. Why? I don't know. I think because you, when you'd like someone, to, what if I gave you money? How would you feel? I would feel awkward. Okay. Do they? I don't know. Well, it sounds to me like you're a fellow that likes to make people feel awkward. I'm kidding, of course. Yeah. So you're putting this pressure on you that no one's asked for to do. But what if you started believing that they're probably capable of sustaining their lives without you? Mm -hmm. Would that relieve the pressure to provide for everybody? You don't have kids. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, what would happen if you saved that money? I'd have money. That's the that's it. Okay. Would that make you happy? I don't know. You just said it would. I think it would. Yeah. But I mean, money's just a tool to you know, go to the next thing. So it's money's like an, money's an idea. Yeah. Money's not real. This goes back to the Bitcoin. What is it? Well, it's just another fake uh, word for money. Money's not real. It's an agreement 
that it has value. It really doesn't. No. We allow people to accrue this thing called money, but it's just a fucking lie. He or she has found the way to take advantage of everybody and accrue the idea. That's all wrong. All you've done is take from me. Well, I got you that box. At what cost? I should have got it at the fucking store. It had been less carbon imprint, but whatever. Point is, you can have happiness as soon as you decide to have it. Happiness is stillness. Because it would make you happy to fucking slow down your mind. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You'd like to relieve yourself of your anxiety. Now, we've targeted uh, uh, one piece of your anxiety. That anxiety is connected to a feeling that perhaps you might feel selfish or something that you think you need to uh, pay a debt to the rest of your family. I don't know why, but that's all a different thing. Or you just want that to reinforce the idea that you're a really nice guy. Has anyone ever told you you're not a nice guy? Yes. Oh, are you generally mean to people? I don't think so. I how think do that, people, how do people perceive you as mean? I think that I had no self-awareness when I was younger. No and I think that a lot of my journey has been re-examining my memories and re-examining my interactions with people and figuring out what was the truth and what was the lie I told myself. So do you think you have to make amends to people? I think that, I think I've always felt kind of useless and I've always wanted to be useful. So okay. it's been a thing of like, I just want to have some kind of purpose. Well, you do change something. Okay. You need to change. Uh, you're searching for peace, right? For some kind of meaning. Okay. Well, you have it. You just haven't decided what it is. Yeah. So you want to help something. Something. All right. You already know the thing that you want to do, but you're not doing it. I mean, I don't know what it is you want to do. I'll bet you knew when you were 10 or 13. Your dream of what you want to do in life. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, you do. Stephen, what do you do? To, I have two questions, Stephen. Do you believe in what he said that that the it's not, or, or could is it possible that it's not the mind that will give you the answers about the body? Do you, do, do you believe that that could be true, Stephen? I don't know how to perceive that. Okay. Because okay, you. your mind is still working. Let, yeah. me, let, me, help, let me help you. Please. The, the mind is a, a, a storage locker. A big one. You know what storage units are. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, if you went to that storage unit, you probably have one. Okay. Your mind's a storage unit, and every one of these units is yours. How many keys do you have? Who the fuck locked everything? And by the way, you go to every unit, nothing's organized in here. Yeah. Now that's the mind. The mind's in charge. You don't even know where to fucking find things. So all the answers you, you don't have right now, you believe are stored in your mind. But the mind doesn't even have a fucking decent operating system or an organizer. That's my point with that esoteric idea. Yes. And, yeah. The answers are in your mind. Yes. 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 
but I need to, to feel where where I get. But the body will reveal. The body yeah. will reveal. So my second thing is Stephen, and I will tell you, David, from knowing him so well, is do you subscribe that it is stillness, Stephen, and slowing down that will allow you to access those answers through your body? And if you agree with that, then the solution really is, is you don't ever stop because your version of his version of stopping is 12 hours of video games and caffeine. That's not ah. stopping. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, I don't think I ever in, learned how to stop sitting in nature and just sitting like he said for 10 or 15 minutes and ask, <clears throat> keep asking those questions over and over again and just sit and be still and find more time to do that. Yeah. David, I mean, that that yeah. seems that makes sense to me. So, I mean, you're having a low-grade uh, uh, unhappiness that seems to currently reside, right? You've identified weight and lack of purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Do you believe that both of those things are within your power to change? Yes. Do you want it to change overnight? I mean, everyone wants it to change yes. overnight. Do you know yes. that it's not possible? You yes. know, there's a book. Yeah, there's not a way. One of these I just got. It's called The 1% Solution. You heard that one? Yes, no. I have. Mm -hmm. Interesting. No, go ahead, okay. David. Uh, it's, a, it's based upon a guy that improved the performance and uh, productivity and uh, winning of the British cycle team. 1% at a time. You're going to the gym, right? Mm -hmm. How long does your workout take? About an hour. When you do your uh, uh, exercises, do you, do you knock them out pretty fast? Yeah, it's kind of just let's get it done and get on to the next thing. Why? Because I don't like working out at the gym. It's kind of like I need – it's like a chore to get done. Why, why don't you like it? Because you've got to do so many sets? Just because I just – I want to I wanna get home and be – busy and do the next thing you're not busy you're playing video games you're not journaling i'm not playing video games at all really it's that's that's an old me that kevin was referencing no but even a few nights ago steven you were playing games with jonathan you said and, and yeah. again i'm not Stephen. i'm not penalizing you for this if you were taking time to stop and playing video games it would be fine i'm just saying you're never taking the time to Maria's a spyway. Maria, they're both born on June 8th, and I don't even know if there's a correlation, but a lot of times I will say to them, June 8th, they never stop. You know? Okay. That's good. You have the ability, you have the ability to affect a lot of things. You're not happy with the way you're affecting things. You don't feel that you are actually providing the purpose of the divinity that you possess, and you're punishing yourself for it because you apparently possess the ability to to change a lot of things not only yourself but you can aid the productivity of everyone around you and you know it yep 100%. i'm just not as motivated to do it you're it, completely motivated to do it and you're finding yes. every distraction you can find yeah, yeah basically now, you can't do it all the time but you can do it one percent of the time and when you work out tonight, I want you to do everything slowly. If you're supposed to do five sets, I don't give a fuck. What, what is, what's, what's tonight's routine? Tonight's just running and a few arm workouts. Okay. Will you do the arm workouts slowly or you do them pretty fucking fast? I do them pretty fast. 
How about if you did it slowly? Just that's, that's also part of a theory of, of working out too, right? Mm-hmm. Don't just fucking pull them out. Just fucking enjoy every lift all the way up and slowly down. Now, I don't care if you get to 20 because you should fatigue your arms quicker if you do it slower. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yes. Great. Now, when you get in that car, you're going to start thinking about what? The workout. Yeah. What's after the gym? Got to go to the store? Uh, no, I got to get back and work. Home? Got to get back home and work. Yeah. Work on what? I got tons of stuff to do. I got to edit. I got to stuff for the show. We do clips. Yeah. We have a post game we do here. Okay. Do you have an approach? Okay. Here's the thing. All I'm asking you to do is when you get in the car, you already, you already know the way to the gym. Yeah. You already know what you're going to do at the gym. Yep. When you get in the car, first thing you're going to start thinking about is the first station you're going to go to, correct? Yeah. I'm only asking one thing. Don't think about that. I want you to focus on how your body feels as you're driving. That's my point. Because what I see is someone is driving in a way that I don't agree with. Happens every time you get in the car, correct? Mm -hmm. Where does that show up in your body? That's my whole point. Just notice where that shows up in your body. Because your mind's mad. Right? The anger thing, yeah. Right. Why are you angry? Someone did something wrong to who? To me. Do they know that? No. Then it didn't happen. Yeah. You created the whole story. Now... That's the mind creating a story that doesn't exist, which removes you from your happiness. Now, mind signals you're angry. Ask your mind, hey, mind, I'll let you play this game. Where do I feel that anger in my body? That's my whole purpose. That's my point. Does the position of where I feel it in my body change anything, or is it just feeling it? I don't know. I just notice it. Your body is going to react to the lie that the mind is trying to fool you into, which is anger. And anger is there to protect your feelings of low self-worth, which we all have. I'm not good enough, which is a lie. It's a very convincing lie that our mind tells ourselves for sure. Well, I'm not saying it's not a good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it should be disbarred. It's not allowed in the fucking courtroom. You're ju- the, the fucking mind is the bailiff. Read the fucking judgment. That's it. I know. Sounds too esoteric. Have Why you successfully you? shut off your mind from being able to decide things for you, though? Like, how do you, how do you prevent that, that feeling of, of I'm not good enough. What's the fucking point? You don't prevent feelings. You sit in them. Now your feelings are real, aren't they? Yeah. And this bailiff thinks it's your fucking psychologist and your mom and dad at the same time. 
None of that's true. Your feelings are real. And you don't like them. Right? So you ignore them. So I ignore them. No, no. That's called uh, addiction. The point is to feel your feelings. You want to feel. Don't you? Yeah. Okay. But I don't, I don't want to feel the things I've been feeling. Like that's okay. the, that's the difference. Great, 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 great. I don't like the color of this wall. What should I do? Paint it. Okay. You don't like your feelings. What should you do? Change them. Thank you. Or understand them. Know that they're hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't want to think about it. All right? You have some feeling of hurt. It's okay. You have it all day, every day, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Now, if you keep ignoring it, is it going to go away? That's the hope, but I know that it's not. It won't. It won't. What if you invite it? It's difficult because when I try to experience my feelings, it goes too far. What, you, what goes too far? Uh, like, you, have, you, have um, feelings, you have thoughts of self-harm? Yeah, like those kind of th thoughts of self-harm, thoughts of just ending it all kind of things. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have Kevin and Marie who've, you know, helped me go down the road to, you know, finding a psychiatrist and moving towards that because I've never dealt with that before. But like, it's... It's like a demotivator to even experience my feelings. I keep myself busy because if I don't have a responsibility to do something, I will do nothing. Right. I will yeah. sit in my head for 24 hours straight doing right. nothing. It's not even video games anymore. I don't get joy from that. I just sleep and sit in my bed and feel shame and guilt for doing nothing. Shame and guilt are a lie. Yeah. You're avoiding your feelings and that's okay. Um, you, can't, you can't fix it all at once. Can you do it 1%? I've been trying. Well, you're trying to do the whole thing once. Well, going to the gym to me is a 1% try attempt at change. Great, great. Absolute important way to uh, relieve anxiety and give you the possibility of being in touch. What happens when you're at the gym? You're in touch with what? What are you doing? You're affecting your what? My body. Ah. Now, you've got a lot of feelings that you'd rather not deal with. Because you're feeling like if I actually do this, they're going to be so overwhelming that I'm going to have to decide that it's just too impossibly painful to deal with these feelings. Correct? Correct. And so, but if you were able to possibly deal with these feelings just a little bit at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you this, your feelings are your little boy. You've heard that. Yeah, the, the childhood inside you that's been shut. That's a bunch of gobbledygook, blah, 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 but it's real, okay? Now, <clears throat> you're going to raise your little boy. That's your job. And it's okay. Because he deserves it. Right? He's in that cage. You think it's locked. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But you can do it can't do it at once do you journal no well that's 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 what's going to happen now are you reading a good book no 
Okay, so you're going to pick up the short stories of uh, Kurt Vonnegut and Ray Bradbury, right? Mm-hmm. You love Bradbury and Vonnegut. I, I didn't read much at all in, in okay. science short fiction, stories. mostly. Sure. Those are science fiction. Okay, cool. The best. Short stories. Accomplishable. They're illuminating. You're going to love it. So, it's going to be fine. 1% at a time. You can do it. There's a lot of pain. Pain's okay. Pain won't go away. Pain can be resolved. And that's where happiness is. It's on the other side of the pain. Yeah. You get a lot of doubt right now. Yeah, of course I do. I think, you know, I've lived this way for coming on 19 years. So it's like, but you're, you're trying to change it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's, it's fighting that hopeless feeling of like, okay, well it's been like this. You didn't change it so far for everything else you've done to change it. Like, you know, where's the, where is the light at the end of the tunnel? Like well, the light at the end of the tunnel is uh, dealing with your feelings. I guarantee you. Yeah. The light's there. Doesn't happen at once, but it's there. And you're still doubting it. Yeah. Things aren't going to change, are they? Nope. Nope. Do you believe that? I think I can change things. I, things aren't going to change. No, I don't believe Good. things aren't going to change. Good. I just believe that even if I change them, it'll be the same. Like that's, that's the, the, if I paint that wall, have I changed it? Yeah, but do you know you'll like the should color I, afterwards? Should I just not try? No. Okay. <clears throat> no, there's a feeling of, of overwhelming uh, hopelessness. That's fine. So I, I, you've identified uh, that there's no door in the room. Mm-hmm. Right? Can't get out of this room. But you can. So it's a little by little, Right. But it starts with feeling your feelings. Now, goes back to the body. Right now, can you identify, if you say you, you have a feeling of hopelessness, and you just kind of try to identify where that feeling is residing in your body. Yeah, it feels like. Where? It feels like that, you know, when you're on a roller coaster. and like, No, in your body. In your stomach? No, it's in my chest. It's like this compression Great. of my chest. Great. Great. Just feel that. Is, is it currently there? Yeah. Okay. So you identified it. You just won, first of all. Mm. You just listened to your body, right? Yeah, but I can't translate that to... to no, 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 no. Can you feel it? Yes. Right. That's all. That's it? That's where you start. You feel it, right? Mm-hmm. You're not inviting your brain to participate in it. Just feel that. When's it happening? Right now? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. It's where you wanted to be in the first place. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Now, where do you feel it? Just there, just intense. Good. 
Now, what you can do if you want to, just keep feeling that feeling. Don't try to figure it out. Don't do anything with it. Just recognize it. It's there, right? Yeah. Now let the lungs take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't have to do a thing. Now, if you like, what you can do is you know where that feeling is right now. All right? Right there in your chest. Mm -hmm. And there's a thought that came up, right? Probably an answer. Yeah. What was it? I, I haven't been able to process it yet. Okay. But you heard something. Yeah. You know what it is. You don't have to tell me. So when you felt that feeling, a thought came up that was an answer, yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Not all the answers. is just one tiny answer. But it gave you an answer of some kind? I think so. That's how it works. It doesn't feel good. That's fine. Is it an answer? Yeah. Is it true? I mean, if it's how if it's what I'm feeling, it has to be, right? Okay, so what what the answer was, it told you why you're feeling that way, correct? Yeah. And that's true. And that's the thing, is it the thing you've been avoiding dealing with? Yes. God damn it, you just got 1% better. Who did it? Mm. Me. Who's you? Uh, my body. So who, who just fucking did it? Stephen Lemieux did it. That's right. No, Stephen's body did it. Mm. Where all the answers are. Did it hurt to do it, or do you feel a 1% better? Kind of both. Great. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't, I don't experience emotions often. I don't yes, let, you do. letting yes, them you escape. Do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You block them constantly. Yeah. And you just felt an emotion. Uh-huh. Not your brain. Yeah. In your chest. And when you gave it its job, it felt easier to do. Yeah. Less daunting. Mm -hmm. What if you kept doing that? Every time your brain starts to hit that fucking panic button, you go to your body and go, where is this? Does that make sense? Yeah. Because the, the brain wants to fucking take off. Right? Yeah, move on. Says, to the next. Oh, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have one fucking key to every lock in your locker. Mm. Right? So you just did it by listening to what? My chest. Your body. Yeah. It gave you one answer. Right? Which solved part of the mystery. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want you tonight to sit in front of your TV. Don't turn it on. Uh, grab your game controller and just 
Say, hey, body, give me some answers. And don't allow your mind to participate. I dare you to do that for 12 hours. Then you go for a walk and smile for a fucking block. Because you can't help it. Yeah. You feel sad, don't you, right now? Yeah, I just... And you'd rather not. Yeah. But it's not daunting, is it? No, it's just kind of scary. Okay. Didn't kill you. No. Doesn't feel good. No. They're still there. There's a lot more of those feelings. But there's 1% less of the bad feeling, right? Yeah. It just opens up the mind to think more. The mind's not fucking allowed. Yeah. Fuck you, mind. Do your fucking job, bailiff. Read the verdict. Goddamn mind. Overpaid, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Mine's not in charge. Yeah. You can do it. Your mind is going to convince you to go ahead and eat that shit. Right? Because the mind's going to agree with the weakness of if I eat that slice of pizza, uh, it's going to give me an endorphin rush. No. You ask your body if you should eat that pizza. Now, immediately it's going to go, yeah, you're fucking hungry. That's not your body talking. Because you're probably not hungry. Yeah. Your mind might lose its job or start doing it. We can only hope, right? <laughs> There's no such thing as hope. Hope is a participation of the uh, lie that the mind's going to do something. Hope resides in your body. If you say hope and you put it in your body, well, that's, that's endless and accomplishable. Anyway, doesn't matter. So all the esoteric, uh, what do you call it earlier? Gobbledygook, what do you got a word for it? The frou-frou. Frou-frou. Okay, that's a judgment that uh, allows me to participate in the negative uh, uh, idea of possibility, which is the way that everybody wants you to think because that conveniently keeps you from succeeding. Mm. And anytime you think something's frou-frou, don't ask your mind. Because you can then go, hey, body, what do you think of frou-frou? Well, I don't understand it, so it probably doesn't exist. I understand that to be an opinion to <clears throat> place a judgment on the possibility of uh, <coughs> discovery. Fine. Anyway, does it, 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 all that matters is I want you to continue to follow the, the, what's happening in your body. And it will deliver you. Because you want deliverance, correct? Yeah. You want deliverance from your pain. It's right there in that striped shirt. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you taking the time. Wow. And you just cool. got that from your idol, Stephen. So now idol, it's not Jesus me. Christ. 
You need to fucking readjust your idol shit. <laughs> now even more so, you are deserving of that title because yeah. we always knew you as a supreme talent. But my God, you just experienced a transformation, and you've got a lot of tools, Stephen, that you can apply. But I think so many of our fans, oh, yeah. we are moving into this is going to be David. So you know, a first time. This is going to be a three part episode. <laughs> episode three is going to be the Stephen the Mute transformation. Yeah, but no, or the yeah, I love it because I just I, it helps so many people. It's going to help so many people. We had a we did a Tony Robbins seminar in the summer that Kevin often refers to, and Tony did kind of like what you guys just did, um, like a breakthrough with this one woman, and like it changed mine, Kevin's, Maria's, like all of our lives, but differently and i think that a lot of people are going to feel that about this too so thank you both Stephen i've never and... this process though you know he does the dickens process this yeah. is this is the keckner process no i love it it's amazing <laughs> but it's because it's for the regular guy it's yes we can all do it yeah well the, the issue i have with it is uh it needs a lot of edit mm, could i no. said it in five minutes god damn it no edit keckner <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if you could because yeah. you're just ta you're talking about such great. You, you know, Stephen's thirty, so you're really talking about thirty years of doing things one way. So no, I I think uh, to have done it in thirty minutes or whatever is, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And they think you have to. It'll be repeated over and over again. It yeah. needs to. And by the way, I I need to do it too, Stephen. It's not just you. Me too, Stephen. All applies to me. Yep. All of it. Well, every human. Every human. <laughs> We have so much more uh, <clears throat> potential than we're even uh, giving ourselves uh, <clears throat> permission to do. You can do anything you want, except be an astronaut. I'm going to tell you right now, you're never going to be an astronaut, Stephen. <laughs> I'm not. I can't do that. So, you know, the first thing I say, you can do anything you want. Oh, yeah? Do you be an astronaut? Get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> I don't want to be an astronaut. I want fucking peace. Yeah, I want peace. Yeah, peace, Stephen needs stillness. peace. And I need it too, Stephen. Happiness. Yes. Happiness. Yeah. Mm. Only place you can be happy is right there in that striped shirt. Never change that shirt. Hmm. That's a joke. That's easy for me to do. Right, Kev? Yeah. I'm like, Stephen, please change your shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all, we have so much work to do. You know, even with the show, Dave, I, you want, I, we get so many of these lessons. And what I'm starting to find, and I don't know if you're experiencing this too, Kelsey, I get all of these great tools, but then we're on to the next show. 100%. And we're on to the next show. And we're yep. on to the next show. And it's only when now I'm taking the time to kind of go back and look through my notes and transcribe them and type them. And yep. because now I, I have to, I got to do the work. I've got to like Same. take that time, like you're saying. And, and, and I love that walk a block and smile. I, I mean, like, Anyway, um, no, I feel that same way. Well, I, I said that I said that because my hope is uh, after you sit with yourself for a while, and you can write stuff down or not or just do whatever. After a while, your lungs are going to go, "Hey, dude, 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 you're stopping me from breathing." Because mm. oftentimes we don't breathe, right? And I'm not telling you to do an exercise where the brain starts going, breathe. No, no, no. Your lungs are reminding you that the, 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 the brain is constricting its job, my job. So you just notice how you're breathing. I'm not telling you how to breathe. Just notice it. And the lungs will go, thank you. Get the fuck out of the way. I'll do my breathing. Now, after a while, what I suggest is after a lot of stuff has come up, and I don't, I don't, I will insist that you can't fix it. Don't try to fix it. 
all the shit that's going to come up tonight, you're not allowed to begin fixing. Is that clear? Mm -hmm. Then let it keep coming up like a flower that wants to fucking breathe and bloom, okay? Let it all come up. All of it. All of it. Don't stop it. Don't fix it. You're not allowed to fix it. It doesn't want to be fixed. Your feelings do not want to be fixed. They want to be felt and heard. It's that simple. There's nothing wrong with your feelings. When you're feeling wrong, that's the mind deciding something. There's nothing wrong with your feelings. So let them all come up, right? And at some point, you're going to be just spent. At that point, I want you to walk down the street, and my guess is you're going to be smiling. I don't want you to try to smile. That's just my guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. You might walk two blocks. And Stephen, thank you for opening up and having the courage. And of Truly. course, David, thank you so much for offering that to him and to everyone else. Um, what's the name of the movie again? <laughs> a week away, a week away on Netflix. A week away on Netflix. I want you to watch a week away ten times this week. Ten times. If, if it'll get me back, I mean, Goldbergs. That was the best segue, Kevin. Yeah, Beautiful, a week away, you guys on Netflix. David Keckner, we you have not seen the last of him on this show. I hope, I hope he'll come back. I can't wait for you to talk to my wife, and um, and to just tackle other subjects with you. And my goodness, yeah, there's uh, you have a lot more work to do here, my friend. So just so you know, dang right. And, you and I are having lunch. Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna. Yeah, we're gonna have lunch. And like I said, I I I are, I not only have notes on how I need to apply this to my life. I also have some Dave Keckner career notes that were I just love, coming to that. me. So yeah, are they you guys, were, Are you guys in New York? I, I'm I'm in New York and LA. We have a place on the East Coast, place on the West Coast. We've recently come to the East Coast because my mother-in-law is very ill. We wanted her to be with family. But, so you're out East right now? Yes. Yeah. I'll be in New York from the 14th to the 19th. Shooting a movie, Kevin. No big deal. I'm in show business. Don't right. treat me different. Well, that's yeah. great because <laughs> I can tell I can tell you that Kevin does not have a show to do that week. Oh, there you go. So look at that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you don't. No, no, no. I would love to, and uh, and like I said, I have so many ideas and and things because now this God, this is a whole other space. Like the world needs, and yeah. uh, who would have known? Who would have known? Um, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay for lunch because I'm gonna ask you a million questions. <laughs> and and I invited you to lunch, so that ends the argument. Like no, 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 no. <clears throat> I actually think you'll probably be the first person to actually pay for my lunch. Oh. Isn't that right? crazy? Yeah, I always, you know, I always pay. Bill Murray's got an adage that I love: nobody pulls coin in my town. That's such a fucking cool, oh. hip fucking thing Bill to say Murray. that I could never fucking come up with. What a cool fucking saying. Seriously. Nobody pulls coin in my town. Right? It sounds like it came from the mafia, but it also goes, okay, that's great. But I'm buying you lunch. Thank you, sir. And by the way, do you know, have you worked with Bill Murray? Yes. Uh, there was a show years ago on Comedy Central called Murray Brothers Golf or some shit like that. Anyway, I did yes. I, I did one episode of that. I know his brother who's my age, Joel. 
Yeah, there's a few of them, and and then there's Brian Doyle, who's incredible, and then there's a Brian. Yep. And then and isn't there one more who also does a lot of acting? He was on Mad Men. That, that's Joel. Joel, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. great. He's a great actor. Yeah, and one of their brothers is a chef, and one might be a doctor. I think there are seven or eight of them. One is a nun. Oh my god! The Irish Catholic family. God. A lot of kids. Yeah. Uh, Dave Keckner. I'm one of six. How many you got? Uh, one of three. Okay. Yeah. Not good Catholics. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, they were a little progressive. They were starting to skew, which only made it screwed us up even more. <laughs> they were getting freedom anyway. Um, <clears throat> Dave Keckner. <laughs> we're gonna. We'll. We're gonna let you go. We'll. 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 We'll end it there, you guys. Oof, okay. Uh, amazing. Amazing. So we obviously have another new friend. Yep. I was just going to say that. Dave Keckner. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's funny because all of our new friends on the show give us helpful information, but I'm going to say right now, Dave's kind of a queen. He, Kevin. Right? The definition. He could go out and have fun with us. Right. He, he could make us laugh. Right. No, he rocks. And he's, like we said um, from part one, I mean... There was stuff coming out of him and advice and wisdom coming out of him that I was like, holy cow, Oof. not expecting. Yeah. And I think that the, um, I think he had a good breakthrough with Steven, which mm-hmm. I know helped me, helped you, is going to help so many people. So I'm thankful that Steven was open to do that. Yeah. And thankful for Dave. And my hope for Steven is, and I know, I know Steven for 10 years, and rather than let his body just be tired. He mentioned he was tired after all of it. I know his mind is going to go toward beating himself up yeah. over it. And uh, I, I mean, I don't know that. I'm guessing if I'm wagering, if, you know, if I'm placing a bet, that's what I bet on. That's too bad, you know. I, um, anyway, so if you can go through that experience too, you know, the goal isn't to remember what he said about shame and guilt. It's not to beat yourself mm-hmm. up. The whole point of it is to try to get you in a better place. So, um, we're, we're with Steven and, um, we're not letting him go, uh, no matter what. So we'll, we'll keep our eyes on him, but, uh, hopefully, like I said, it helps other people too. And, um, let us know if it did. We love hearing from you. You can comment on the YouTube page or, uh, you can comment on the, uh, Apple podcast page. A reminder again, how hard we're working here to get this really valuable, helpful takeaway out there to help you improve and change your lives in all areas. It's so much work on Kelsey and I. You might even be able to hear it in my voice. Um, I have to keep, I'm like turning up Kev's volume because he's so tired. I'm just so tired, <laughs> but we're trying, you guys. We're yeah. giving it our all. And the uh, best way you can pay us back is like is by uh, subscribing to us on YouTube or subscribing on Apple Podcasts. And uh, if you've done that, please, please, please share this with friends and you know tell them you know that uh, if they they listen to us every day, I promise. We can change your life for the better. And and maybe it's just 1% increments like mm-hmm. Dave Keckner said, but I know we can. I know it's changing my life. It's changing Kelsey's life. Um, and we hear from the Heal Squad as well. So uh, it's a great gift. We believe that you can give to someone else, but it's a way you can give back to us so we can keep doing this. Anyway. Well said. What else, Kelsey? Where, where, do, we, where do we go from here? Where what? do we go from here? We continue to be... Oh, hi, Winnie. Is Winnie Winnie saying to say what? To... She's saying, be nice people, be present. Oh, wait, make good choices, be nice people. And God, Maria's going to come back and do that. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> one more time. Be present. Okay, one more time. Make good choices, be nice people, 
How about when he growled at you? Oh my God. And and I have to say, how about the Kelsey Meyer shout out by Dave Geckner? I know. I didn't even know what to say. Right? So sweet. I literally wrote down Kelsey clip. So sweet. Have to cut that out. Well, I mean, I literally finished talking with him and I was, I get so much joy from connecting with people and having good conversations. But he saw with people. you. I know. Right? I, I know. He I saw know. you, and that was I the know. advice he gave to his daughter, and like what most of us don't do. I know. Look at Winnie is great. Winnie wants to be seen. I, we see you. We love I you. I see you, Winnie. I love you, and I see you. I can't wait to put that clip out so everyone knows you're a queen. I know. I know you're a queen. I know you And do. our heel you squad knows too. you're a queen. But we like other people knowing you're a queen. Yeah. Okay, so until then, what? <laughs> until then. <laughs> um, be, no, I'm so sorry. Now I'm all, now I'm all frazzled. Okay, you guys, until then, make good choices, be nice people, eat present. Uh, mm. Boom. Bye, Vincenza. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.